In a world where podcasts once roamed the earth, the Epic Podcast returns with a new episode, and everything you know will change. This is the one about social networks. <laughs> nice. Hey, Sam. Hey, Nathan, what's up? Uh, not much. <clears throat> nice. Where'd that voice come from? I, I don't I don't know, actually. Strange. <laughs> that was weird. I'm probably going to confuse some people. Yeah. Well, you know, you win some, you lose some. It's better than music. Yeah, who wants music, anyway? Yeah, I don't. I hate music. Yeah, music is... It just doesn't do it for me, you know? No. Who likes music? That's Anybody like, a, like music, <laughs> raise your hand. See? Nobody. Yeah, I don't see any hands. I don't see a single hand. So, um, anyway, what's going on these days? Not not much. At this very moment, I'm trying to create a new email address. Um, I always forget how, where and how my emails are set up through my domain, you know, like Sam at samherphotography.com. Yep. I think, I think it's all just through Gmail. So, I'm just exploring that right now real quickly. Yeah, so I just talk. gave up completely on... Um, my like webmail through Bluehost because I, I like missed there was actually two or three emails that came in that I missed that I lost probably about seven thousand dollars business from so whoa yep dang yeah oh that's there were there were two like inquiries that were like definitely gonna happen and I didn't get to them like a month after just did not deliver them to me and I was Ugh. like, that's it. Yeah, I'm switching back terrible. to Gmail. So now it's Nathan Mitchell Photography at gmail.com. I don't care. You well, know? yeah. I mean, I have everything go through Sam at samherphotography.com. But then once that initial email has come through, it just forwards to my Gmail. And I just don't even care that if somebody's put off by the fact that it's a yeah, Gmail. Exactly. Domain, like, I, I, I don't care. I have that too, except that I've just told everybody to just start emailing me at my actual Gmail address. Just because, yeah. I mean, I've got a personal email, but I've got a, a, a Gmail address that I just, that's, that's how I'm doing it now. And it's so much better. Everything just comes in. I, I'm not worried. <laughs> Whereas yeah. I was like worried before and I would always be checking in the, e and like the, the old like webmail, you, you know, like user interface for, you know, those old clients yeah. just sucks yeah, it's, horribly. It's so bad. It's like literally from like the time when internet you know was well, just a fledgling did we talk about this bird. on the phone or the last time like the gmail interface is like a decade right. old they yeah in really fact changed it at all no in fact after we after we talked about that i like went on this like huge rant on my facebook wall and like wrote about how email is stupid and i hate it and it's the worst thing ever and it needs to change drastically and yeah. a lot of people, you know, commented with their own opinions and stuff too, which was great. Did um, anybody say no? Email's awesome. It should say the same. No, <laughs> exactly. That's no, a, nobody said that. Ripe, ripe for disruption. That's right. Oh. Hey, popcorn's in here with me. Hey, oh, buddy. nice. Yep, you got popcorn. I've got Steinway over here. Oh, he wants to sit in my lap, but he can't do that because he'll just lick the microphone the whole time. <laughs> nice. Nobody wants to hear that in their ears. No. Um, Okay, so yeah, ahead. what else? Uh, what else is new? I'm um, trying to answer a, a strange 
Well, not strange. It's a little strange in that I've never had it before, but I did a shoot for a guy. He's a videographer, and um, you know, he's, it's just like a, a portrait session. They're not engaged or married or anything like that, him and his girlfriend. And he sent me a question. He's like, so what, recommend, what website do you recommend for printing large canvases? And I was like, oh, just through the, you know, the, the, my gallery, my web gallery, you can choose yep. you know, super huge. He's like, well, I'm thinking something like four foot by six foot. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Is that unusual? Yeah, that's pretty unusual. I mean, it's awesome. I think that's great, but I have no idea. I mean, that's like poster size. Yeah, you'll have to um, go to, a, I don't know, like a professional print place to do something like that. Yeah, I, the Maybe. biggest print I've ever done was from this website, plywork.com. Um, so they print on like, wood like slabs that kind of they mount themselves there's no need to frame them or anything else because it's just a slab of wood that has the print glued onto it. it's really awesome but man four feet by six foot is huge yeah that's that's awesome yeah yeah anyway um so yeah we've been uh falling behind yet again hearing endless feedback hey like the podcast uh when's when's the next one coming <laughs> yeah i keep that's, meeting that's like the only Rick. comment anybody has on it is uh so when when's the next one are you guys doing it anymore <laughs> yes i get that constantly from people uh i just met a, a photographer in richmond who was like hey we we listen to the podcast when are you gonna post another one <laughs> yeah yeah i feel bad for falling behind but it's just been such a crazy I mean, it's yeah. like the busiest time, exactly. which is strange because I always feel like July in my mind, when I think about past years, I feel like July is slow, but it's really not. It's in the July and August is, is kind of just as busy as May and June. Yeah. This August for me has been surprisingly and thankfully a little bit slow just because it's that my whole, thankfully, because since like February, we've, I've been going crazy moving to Richmond and still trying to like you know do shoots up in dc and get some traction yeah, down a here heck of a commute back and it's, forth <laughs> it is it's, it's not too bad but it's just a lot uh yeah. it's a lot of work and a lot of travel and finally having a little vacation with the fam a couple weeks ago was incredible nice. and uh now I'm I'm getting ready because cause September and October and November are all going to be crazy, but I yeah. just I don't know I feel I feel good about podcasting I feel like we're gonna we're gonna get through <laughs> we're gonna persevere we're gonna persevere keep keep on a two week schedule somehow somehow, somehow. In this world I'm not traveling again for a while so that will be pretty nice nice uh, it's the mobile rig thing i just never was excited about setting up whenever i was like i have some time to podcast but <laughs> it's just yeah it's annoying the workflow it, even at home the workflow becomes a pain because stupid freaking skype and microphone issues every single time we try and podcast yes. it's like it's 15 annoying. minutes of trouble troubleshooting but um okay uh before we get into what we actually wanted to discuss uh we have a new sponsor that's right. For the podcast. Uh, yeah. Hinterland Print Company. Yeah. The website is hinterlandprintco.com. Yep. They should also look into registering hinterlandprint.co. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> because that would be uh, also I wonder really if that's taken. Good. 
I'll check that in a second. I'm going to do that real quick and sell it back to them. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, that'll be uh, about seven, eight thousand dollars. So yeah, they're a a t-shirt company um, and they also do prints as well. Um, Yeah, kind of like posters and stuff of of their design. Right now it looks like it's just the the designs that they have on t-shirts. They kind of do the inverted colors of for their posters, which is kind of cool. Yep. So if you like one, you don't want to wear it on a shirt, you can print it and put it on your shelf, which is kind of neat. Um, they're uh, they're all everything's designed by working photographers that are active in the industry. Uh, so I think specifically working wedding photographers. Yep. Um, so that's cool. And uh, and they they basically ahead. release a new design. Their goal is to like release a new design each month. So depending on the traction of the previous ones and stuff. Yeah, what? very ambitious. They'll be ahead of us on release schedule <laughs> if they stick to it. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, and you can use the offer code EPIC to receive 10% off of your order if you order online. Yeah, the entire now-ish. order. And then they're on social media, uh, Hinterland Print Co., uh, or I should say, at Hinterland Print Co. on Instagram, or their website, hinterlandprintco.com. I need to be friends so, with them. I'm going to follow them. Yeah, I've met some of the photographers that, I don't know exactly how many people are involved, but um, it's a good it's a good outfit, I think. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> their t-shirts. Yes, yeah, so they've got a few right. designs on there now, and uh, I'm... Assume they will be just adding more each month. Is it a problem that I always immediately after telling a joke try and explain the joke? That's that's a bad. It is sign, a problem. That's that makes yeah. me not funny. That, yeah. Yes, that is very <laughs> much why, not funny. why saying I'm not funny while describing that I'm not funny in a joke. Somehow it it's making me laugh. So I don't know. <laughs> Something's going that's right my, with this joke. I don't know what it that's is. That's my but. approach uh, on shoots as well to get people to laugh. I just keep talking. I just keep saying stuff until something makes people laugh. And I just keep talking <laughs> some more. That's it. Hinterland Print Co. I'm following them. Yeah. There we go. Actually, that um, happened live on air. I'm looking at their Instagram right now, and a few of the photographers that are wearing the shirts and everything actually met a couple months ago at this Heck Yeah Photo Camp. The other reason I bring that up is that I just got back from the second edition of Heck Yeah Photo Camp. That was last week in Joshua Tree. It was really fun. It's a it's a pretty good vibe um, out Sweet. there yeah. in the desert. Yeah, and Joshua Tree isn't too bad. Definitely preferred being there in the August month instead of February, where it was pretty freaking cold. <laughs> so yeah nice how did yeah Yeah, was what did you did you learn anything sam did you come away with any new (laughs) yeah yeah a lot of met a lot of new people and uh i think they probably have about 150 120 something people there i don't know exactly but um yeah really just such a chill environment a couple live shoots a couple of like models for people to photograph i there was one really interesting part where I guess uh, there were three of us, me and two other photographers, and we split up into our own sections, and they grouped everybody in the conference, the entire conference, up into groups of, uh, like, thirds, and basically I had 15 minutes with each, with each group and a couple, and I had to 
shoot for 15 minutes and talk about my entire process and let cool. people observe and watch me. And, um, it was really interesting to do it for just 15 minutes and then have to reset and start over Cause I was starting to forget like what I told the group before <laughs> and I would skip over stuff that was pretty critical to the later stuff that I was going to discuss. And it became kind of, uh, like weird, but I was happy with the photos. If you cool. can take, well, that's one of the things I love about workshops in general. This wasn't really a workshop, but when you can shoot, images that you want to show off in your blog and social media when you're surrounded by 50 other wedding photographers uh while talking through the process and everything like you can totally shoot in any scenario it's it's a good i mean it's totally difficult the first few times you do it but once you get used to it like anything else um you just do it and it becomes fine and not awkward and um yeah i don't know i don't know how you go about setting yourself up for that if you're not able or interested in teaching workshops but right. uh just just go on some photo shoots with as many friends as you can and i don't know do your thing but it was a great conference um cool like i said it's the last one i'm doing for a little while so yeah nice um one of the things i noticed for sure just nail in the coffin on basically any other as far as photographers go um instagram is just the default go-to like nobody nobody's like oh yeah what's your facebook or what's your what's your snapchat anymore it's just really? instagram yeah i mean instagram has made some huge waves in the last three or four weeks with rolling out or i should say the last couple of months really, the last couple of months the, i was gonna say the, yeah yeah <clears throat> they rolled out the professional um business profiles yep. which we can talk about in a minute and then they rolled out their snapchat clone which is i mean i uninstalled the snapchat app yeah and most everybody else i talked to did the same um at this conference that i was at just recently yep. uh, I mean, nobody wants to do the same thing twice and it's not like you can save your snaps and then upload them to the instagram thing you have to create the exact content twice if you want to use it on both networks and nobody's going to do that i, I can't imagine unless no. they're they have like a uniquely huge following on snapchat and they're just trying to you know hold on to that for as long as possible but everybody else not to mention instagram has the floodgates open as far as reach sure. right now You're i'm sure they'll taper it off like everything else that they you know facebook owns but right now like your interaction on instagram even if you have a, a you know moderate size following is 10 times what it is on snapchat yeah so. it's it's great I've, I've been really really enjoying instagram um because I just, I honestly just hop on, hopped on the Instagram train like in May or March or something. Um, yeah. And yeah, I took forever, but I really like it. And it's, um, it's just a good way to keep up with everyone. Um, yeah. And I feel like brides and grooms are all, they're all on Instagram. I don't know. I know. I yeah. don't think I've met anybody that's not on Instagram, which is weird. Because like. I remember when it first came out, and I definitely hated on it pretty hard. This is years ago, of course, when it first came out, but I hated on it pretty hard because it was all filtery, and I was like, it's not real photos, and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But it's turned into a legitimate photo-sharing application that really connect, you know, connects the whole world, I think. Yeah. And, and that's and I also am definitely interested and in, and every time I see a story like this pop up online, I'm interested where 
um, somebody gets hired, an Instagrammer, like photographer, mm-hmm. gets hired uh, and paid money to show up at some event, like a football game or something like that, and just do Instagram, do their thing. Yeah. Um, which I find both fascinating and kind of awesome because honestly, that is, you know, the social network or so the social factor of photography, you know, given how connected everyone is now, um, is huge. And I think that that's the future kind of, or at least yeah. part of the future of photography is to be able to instantly share, you know, your photos. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so I think you may be so late to the game that uh, that just I've had that conversation a lot with people, yeah. like where they're like influencers are hired to go somewhere and just like paid to Instagram something to yeah. raise awareness. But I've actually read many articles and talked to many people that run various like companies that have hired people that they're really reining that back. It, like a couple years ago, it was fresh and new, and nobody really knew right. what to pay these people or what the impact would be on reach. And now they've realized it's negligible. It's not huge unless you're talking with somebody that's got tens of millions of followers like these people that have less than a million even a couple hundred thousand have basically no impact on right. any any big products or, or events that people want to sell um you know they might do well in certain niches but uh, overall uh that it's not a great way to make a living and right. I think the ship has kind of sailed on that but as far as like you said interacting and reaching new clients like directly in your local market um, Instagram is where it's at and I've kind of shifted everything to just be um, like posted on Instagram first and then Facebook follow up or just do the square crop, square crop on Instagram and then do the wide version on Facebook so there's some yep. reason and di- differentiation to do both but for me <clears throat> I was like you really resistant to it until they unlocked um, uh, like whatever aspect ratio you wanted. They, it exactly. Used to be, you could upload whatever photo you wanted, but it had to be a square crop. And it was which always I just square. Hated. So lame. Yeah. Yeah. And once they opened up anything, uh, I was like, yeah, okay, now I'm on board. This feels like an actual portfolio showcase. Uh, although, like st- although I will say since, since the advent of Instagram, square crop is in, in terms of, Do uh, I, in terms I, of just professional, stuff and standards yeah standard i stuff. deliver many many pictures if um in the full client gallery is a square crop yep like no square problem. crop is in uh, yeah and i will also deliver 16 by 9 and people always ask me well do you deliver like the native aspect ratio too along with that like nope <laughs> i deliver no. whatever i want is what they get and uh you know they can order prints based on that um yeah the whole like eight by ten standard that everybody thinks of is like every you got to consider all your family pictures is an eight by ten blah 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 like i think that's pretty much completely out the window it's out the window yeah definitely ever pay attention to it no Um, in fact if i could if i could just shoot permanently in like a 16 by 9 ratio i would just shoot it like that would be (laughs) my ideal i'm not that adventurous oh yeah dude that's i want the i want the like hateful eight you know, ultra Panavision stills. That's what I want. That's what I, yeah. that's what I'm going to do yeah. from now on. That would be cool. Maybe. But, um, Instagram, yeah, but Instagram has been really great. Um, I've definitely, you know, been approached by clients and received inquiries based on Instagram 
just basically people following me on on Instagram, um, which has been really, really cool. In fact, I, I'm one of my first, um, Richmond events that I shot just a couple weeks ago was like, they, they found me through Instagram. So I was like, Oh, that works for me. So, because that's the thing, a lot of people, and maybe this, you know, this is a little less on the wedding photography side, but in terms of events, which both you and I shoot a lot, um, they, you know, companies now have like social media people that are, that's their job. That's their job (laughs) is to get on Instagram, get on Twitter, get out get the word out, um, about their company, um, and also reach out to potential clients or vendors or anything like that, uh, through Mm -hmm. social media. So it pays to have a really, you know, solid presence wherever you are on this, on, uh, on social media these days. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like everybody's always sort of itching for the next, next big thing too. And like getting in early, uh, certainly pays off. Like people that were in on Instagram back when it was just all lattes and food, like they're the ones that are huge now with you know sevens of hundreds you know a million followers seven hundred thousand a million followers and it's it's largely due to the fact that they just hit it you know when the iron was ready (laughs) that's not the saying that's hit it when the the iron iron was was hot hot. (laughs) i think (laughs) why would you hit it when the iron was hot i I, i'm confused you know like uh when you're making a sword or something the iron's got to be the perfect temperature Uh, if it's hit it when when it's just right okay well i'm not very the iron is hot i've only had two cups of coffee when the steel is speaking basking in the warm glow of the (laughs) blacksmith's fire then you shall instagram my son (laughs) speaking of uh coffee real quick uh i was attending ryan brandeiser's wedding and um uh somebody there had these coffee beans um that were covered in chocolate and they're just they're roasted coffee beans but they're covered in chocolate and uh, uh trader joe's makes them and they're just so so good and you get like a crazy caffeine buzz i, I know think you had one. Oh Did, yes i one. Yeah. i know all too I, well sorry i forgot that i gave you one i was like it's just chocolate and <laughs> so in i was case people don't know nathan yeah nathan you're incredibly sensitive to caffeine yeah yeah and uh, i was staying over at sam's house while we were shooting like a four-day indian wedding and like we wake up and we're like sam's like all right let's let's you know let's go here here have this chocolate thing and i was like oh sweet chocolate and i throw it in and i crunch and i'm like dude this is this is a coffee bean. He's like, yeah. And I said, uh-oh. And the whole rest of the day, I was wired. Totally freaking wired. You yeah. jerk. Sorry about that. One coffee bean. It's so foreign to me because I... Oh, and so I was just hearing about this other thing that actually does play into how caffeine affects me. So, like, I will have coffee before I go to sleep sometimes or a Coke or something. That's crazy. Like, it doesn't, it's weird. It doesn't affect me the same way it does you. But um, somebody's telling me about the coffee nap where if you drink a cup of coffee and then you sleep for 10 minutes, your mind and body will get the rest of a 45 minute nap in the span mm. of 10 minutes. And I'm not sure if that's to do with the fact that coffee maybe takes 10 or 15 minutes before it really starts to work its way into your bloodstream and the caffeine does its thing or what, but I, uh, I need to try I that. Not. I took a nap yesterday and I felt incredible after. So I'm going to, I'm gonna have to try that. Just yeah, keep keep that experiment going this week. Let me know your yeah. findings. <laughs> Shut up! You don't want that. At all. 
Uh, we're getting way off track, but um, I was going to say the anyway. social social network of coffee. Um, let's see. So Facebook bought so, Instagram, and they uh, subsequently started rolling out some interesting features, like yeah. having to pay to have your posts be visible yeah. to anyone. Classic. I mean, I actually don't blame Facebook for doing no, that. No, they have to. They're providing a free service otherwise. Like, if you're getting huge interaction and meaningful returns on your business because people can find you, like, you should have to pay for that. What I think is incredibly messed up. technically advertising. Is that, um, okay, I talked to a photographer at this conference last week who's never paid for advertising ever. And he was like, you know, he's got like 200,000 something followers. He's like, his name is Ryan Muirhead. He's amazing. I'm sure everyone knows who he is. I'm, I'm guessing anybody listening to this podcast. But he was like, yeah, do you, uh, do you guys know what Facebook wants for me to, to reach all of my followers? You know how much it would cost me? I was like, what? He's like, $150. And I was Per like, post? What? Yeah. Wait, that's not a lot. I, I mean, and so here's the thing. I don't know what you're seeing on your end, but for me, I've paid for advertising for like workshops and stuff to do like really focused, targeted ads. Yeah. Um, like 40 or 50 bucks because what it was quoting me was like I would get an extended reach of nine or 10,000 people. Mm-hmm. Nowhere near. I would have to pay like $1,000 to reach everybody that follows me. Right. And he has almost three times the number of followers that I do, and he, they're, he's, they're only asking $150. And so I'm, and, and just based off other anecdotal conversations I've had with people and stories I've read, I'm pretty sure that their algorithm completely changes based on how you've used it previously and how much money they think you have, um, which is really smart business, but completely huh. unfair. Ugh. That's yeah. that's not really ethical, I don't think. It seems it would, yeah. And, and like I've talked to other people that where they like watch as they've, they dialed up and dialed down how much interaction you're going to get. Yeah. And, and they it seems like they most consistently dial it down after you paid to post uh, or boost a, a post previously, your next organic unboosted post will, will get just pitiful reach because they mm. want to suck you into the same. Like, I think they would be so, so well served to adopt some sort of straight like subscription based thing or some set defined price like yeah for everybody for across everyone. the board i'm convinced that is absolutely not the case and that's really fucked up and they also uh for sure once you reach certain milestones like 500,000 or a million followers on facebook pages uh, your organic reach gets crippled even more than everybody else's already does like well, yeah, yeah. That's, that's also a big problem. I mean, your, your, your reach should not go down just because you have more followers. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Especially since early on, Facebook was letting people pay to get more fans and or to advertise to get more fans. And then they just pulled this huge swap, this, this bait and switch, where it's like, yep, pay us to get more fans. Now you have to pay us to reach those fans. Yeah, exactly. It's like, wait a second. This is insanity. Um, I mean, again, maybe they're just targeting big, big corporations where I could see that that pricing would work. But like at the end of the day, Facebook's core is like the equivalent of the middle class, like the everyday person. If all those people stop using it, like I've been posting to Facebook pages far less since my Instagram interaction have been paying a lot more attention to that. Right. And if everybody else does the same, then Facebook pages are going to be 
not a thing anymore. And, and who's going to then happen? Like, I don't know. It, it's, it's interesting to see the cycle. I mean, obviously they're aware of all this and I'm sure they have smarter people than us, <laughs> uh, having thought deeply about these problems. Yeah. But, but still, I, I wish there was some, some more transparency about how things are priced out because $150 to reach all your followers actually seems pretty good to me. If you were definitely reaching 200 something thousand on, on one for one post. Yeah, I think that seems to reach two hundred thousand people. A guaranteed reach, I think that's well, guaranteed. actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I when I know. do a targeted post of like forty or fifty bucks for a certain city, it says like reach will be nine, ten thousand. Hmm. Um, so, you know, that's what it is. But yeah, uh, yeah. Again, like you're probably seeing completely different numbers than I am because yeah, oh, probably, definitely. Yeah, you have a different number of followers. You have a different interaction of how much you paid if anything i don't know if you've ever tried a boosted post i've tried a lot of yeah, them i've tried a few because i feel like it is money that's really well spent if you're reaching a specific target you know you have exactly you have full knowledge of the people that are seeing your ads versus something like google where it's just kind of a, a huge net cast over everything that you don't really know who's seeing your stuff and right anyway advertising is really important and people should have to pay something but uh, of course. anyway, I, of I'm course. sure Instagram will go the same way as uh, Facebook and it'll only get worse. But Insta stories right now, it's, you know, the, you're riding that free train. If you pay a lot of attention to it, really build your audience while the organic reach is basically 100%. Um, yeah, it could be well served to do that and just forget about Snapchat because they're screwed. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, Snapchat has been dealt a blow. Um, I also was thinking really deeply about like the implications of the fact that Instagram basically like blatantly just copied Snapchat's product. If Snapchat has any recourse as far as intellectual property, but I'm, maybe it's different enough that no. They, also, I, mean, I don't know how Snapchat could go up against Facebook. Yeah, financially, financially, and, yeah. in court, any other way. I don't think that it's worth their time to even try. Uh, yeah, I, don't I don't know because. The, the Facebook would say like, "Can you prove it?" And they'll be like, "Sure." And on paper, I don't know if you could really prove it. I don't know. Well, yeah. Also, like, it's like somebody released a car and it had a slightly different body and trim, and another company released the car. Like, you know, even right. though it's do the you, same do you prove vehicle, intellectual property the theft. Purpose. No, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, there's not much you can do. I think. And, yeah. It's really interesting. And once Instagram launches uh, the Snapchat face recognition stuff, which I guarantee they'll do. Uh, yep. Yeah. Then Snapchat it's is just screwed. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't, I don't so, know. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah. Everything seems to have laid. Instagram is now the foundation of, I think, in the photography world, everything that's relevant. Like so, that's where the action is, is occurring. But there are some some new ones that i've kind of kept my eye on we kind of talked about before this um yeah so we so a couple of years back um this funny company called or a funny product emerged called elo um e-l-l-o and for a while it kind of seemed like maybe it would be the face facebook killer um, yeah, no ads, very minimalist, black and white design everywhere. Yep, um, all courier font, like, yeah. right? Um, and then it just seemed kind of cool and clean, and I don't know, I used it for a few weeks, but just never seemed to really take off 
the ground for me or for yeah. a lot of people, unfortunately. Yeah, I jumped in it for like a week and then it was that issue of duplicate content where it's like, okay, I post right. this on Facebook, but then I have to post the same thing to LO and then I have to post the same thing to something else. It's like, ah, it gets a little taxing and just distracting and annoying. And yeah, I think and that was also biggest. May, I don't know. Maybe it could have been rolled out at a different time, maybe where the people that were going to use it could have used it better. Maybe I'm just thinking that, all of the people that I saw on LO were photographers. I don't think that really many of my actual Facebook friends yeah. moved over to Ello. Ello was like, yeah. oh, dude, every, everybody said, all the photographer friends I have were like, we're going to go to Ello. It's going to be great. This is, a, this is awesome. Our Facebook, our, our photos look awesome here. Um, and it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's out of the grasp of Facebook's privacy, weirdness and security problems, right. um, yeah. which was part of the, what they were touting as well was that they will, wasn't it? They will like never share your personal information. They don't sell anything to advertisers, et cetera. So it sounded good on paper, but just never really took off the ground for me I, i'm wondering if it's still even a viable product i don't know yeah i'm at lo.com and it's like uh that's it's yeah. not the right website it's well <laughs> i don't I even know what Ello's website is here it's lo.co uh what's lo.com part, part of their problem lo.com is like a feel healthy stay in shape Ello corporations new connection is nutritional products oh weird Maybe, maybe that was their their undoing, <laughs> not having the dot com. Maybe I don't know, man. I do I do like Lo in terms of the format and everything, but it's just too much work. That's the unfortunate thing. I've already got Facebook. I've already got Instagram. I've already got all this stuff. I don't know. It just seems like I would have to change a lot of stuff or or add more workflow to where I don't really have the bandwidth to do that anyway. So yeah. Yeah. But the same was said about Facebook because my space was already so established. So, I mean, I, I feel like it's, it's Facebook's goal and only real answer to survival is to not screw up what they've got. Yeah. Right? Just, and not that's, compromise. That's what MySpace yeah. did. And yeah, MySpace just opened the floodgates and basically everybody's profiles were like a website vomit of craziness that it was impossible to navigate. Um, yep. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, hello dead in the water, but, um, there's another one that was for like a couple weeks making really big waves called peach, which you never even heard of. Nope. Never even heard of it. And, uh, went on the website here and it looks kind of cute or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they kind of fell by the wayside. Um, but there is another one now that's up and coming that I've kind of had my eye on and seems really fun because it actually has a different function. It has a different product that you ultimately upload. It's called Swing by Polaroid, the Polaroid company. And it does little video like GIFs that as you move your camera left and right or your phone left, right in your hand, it actually goes, plays the video and forwards and reverse. And it's, it's kind of, it sounds kind of simple and silly to just describe, but if you see the actual app, it's really compelling and kind of cool. Um, and I've seen a lot of people starting to be active on there. I was going to say, is that the source of those 
360 degree photos that I've see- been seeing on Facebook? No. Is that something else? Yeah, it's something totally different. I think those 360 photos, which are really cool, um, yeah, they're are, neat. Are, re- require special hardware. I'm not sure, but I think they require like a 360 camera, more than just your iPhone, but gotcha. I could be wrong. I didn't actually ever try it. This is a, a one perspective, kind of like it's just recording a video, like a really high-res video that can play in forward and reverse based on how you orient your phone. So cool. um, it's neat, <laughs> and you can kind of process it as well. I'm gonna get it right now. Yeah, um, I have I have three followers, so I'm, I'm gonna be big on that, dude. Uh, <laughs> you're about to have four, maybe. If oh, I, if I oh, like really? your page, I don't know. If I, I like your I profile, have a profile picture yet, but I'll get on. That. Oh well, then I don't I don't want to be a part of your shenanigans then. Um, that was an, another big thing about Instagram that took me a while to like, oh yeah, this is really obvious, but I just didn't pay any attention was kind of curating my feed in a way that like at a glance, any new person that happened to look at my, my page, my profile would have an immediate sense of my style and what I was all about. Like it used to be a lot more like, here's a professional one. Here's the scene that I'm looking at taken on my iPhone with totally different processing. Here's another professional one. Here's like the food that I'm eating. Right. And like, it was this mismatch of, of craziness. And when you look at my stream, you know, pull back, zoomed out, it was just, there was no consistency. And I just never didn't realize at the time early on how important that was in Instagram. Yes. And that is in fact, one thing that, uh, you know, Abby got on me about was that she said, and I think I mentioned this on a previous episode, but I used to be Darth Nathan and you may be able to find me still on there. Um, but I don't post anything that Abby was like, you need to have a, a more professional, you know, you need to have your own professional page. I'm like, okay. Uh, so we started one and that just has only professional photos on it and nothing else except for the occasional podcast announcement. Um, but I've really enjoyed that and now my feed looks super awesome. So yeah, I really have enjoyed that. There's another thing I think was this awkward transition for a lot of Instagrammers where it used to be you were shunned and thought thought less of if you posted anything that wasn't taken on your phone on your cell phone (laughs) if it was if it was like an slr photo uploaded through the app like that was a bad bad thing right and uh and then eventually i think along with the fact that the aspect ratios could be whatever uh that that stigma went away but that was also like something you would never do um or you'd have to like uh hashtag it and if you didn't people would just think you were being a cheat <laughs> but uh yep. yeah thankfully that's gone away because that's just silliness right there <laughs> <laughs> i agree yeah. ouch man we have the worst connection ever yeah i thankfully, know we, you we, look, we look like just a pile of potatoes <laughs> yeah. there's just thankfully potatoes. we record our, our side separately because yeah Man, you're just... skype just sucks <laughs> like can i say it Sk- skype is stupid it is i'm it is over it yeah. i'm over skype and the problem is facebook or sorry not facebook facetime also sucks because it for whatever reason will not pull in our professional audio from yeah, sources mics. other than yeah, the mic come on guys but let's, let's hop to it here 
Yeah, it's 2016. Come on. We've discussed this before. We, it's 2016. Come on. Yeah. Also, I have posted yester- as of yesterday a rant on why I am on how is it that I'm still using a DSLR to shoot weddings? Like I did see that. Like why are DSLRs even a thing? Why? Still? why? I'm th- this is a legitimate question. Where is a full frame mirrorless camera from Nikon or Canon? The answer is Canon's working on one, and the answer is Nikon appears not to be. So really. I have heard no rumors of yeah. any Nikon full-frame uh, mirrorless camera. Have you? Mm. No, 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 but none exists. I'm not convinced that mirrorless has a good enough autofocus yet. Well, Maybe it can. I, I just can it. I don't know. No, I'm yeah, saying that it can. it can with yeah. some work. I just feel like let's get some elbow grease in here. Maybe they just don't have the R&D, like the funds to, I don't know. That don't could know be, but I just I am weirded out. Pre- pre-ordered the medium format mirrorless Hasselblad camera. Uh, it actually Hasselblad. Should, be shipping, should be shipping in like a week or two, but I think they're behind. Yeah, I'm really interested to see how that works yeah. out for you. Yeah, same, same. Oh, what about the news on the uh, Canon Mark IV? Did you read about this? Uh, I did. So it will allow you to focus in post. Is that correct? Yeah, that's the, well, they call it like fine-tuned focus in post. So I have a feeling, and it's done at the sensor level, apparently, where it takes some sort of cascaded series of of every single still image Mm -hmm. and uh, doesn't require any special lens or glass like those Lytro cameras did. Right. And apparently it gives you like a 70 megabyte file, which is in- insane. Uh, but yeah, I don't know how much it'll let you adjust the, the shallow depth of field or the actual focus. I have a feeling it'll be kind of like, okay, you missed and you got the ear in focus, but now right. you can switch it to the eye or you got the front of the nose. It's not going to be like you got the car and the, in the background in focus, but you want to get your subject right next. To, like, I don't think it'll be that huge a swing, but I mean, imagine that would be incredible. Those, like where it hit the shirt instead of the face and it's just shallow enough and that you can't deliver it. Yeah, yeah, you can't deliver it. And you're like, no. The downside to all this is that the large file sizes would be annoying. I'm guessing you wouldn't be able to do that focus choosing in Lightroom. I bet you'd have to go through Canon's own software to do that. I agree. And imagine having like 30% more pictures that are usable in focus photos now in your workflow, like added to your, like, you know, you can recover this picture and make it work. Um, having that hanging over your head <laughs> sounds sucks. stressful. Yeah, it does. <laughs> There's some downsides. That was the problem with the shooting silent mode on my Sony a seven S like that mirrorless camera yep. shooting silent would give me still raw file, basically screen grabs but they were raw files but i would i shot like three thousand pictures during the getting ready photos wow. <laughs> because i was just hitting record and it was giving me like 20 something raw files a second like it was insanity let's have to think about going through all that later on yeah it was not great so you know there's some significant downsides to to all this infinite option uh in in the post processing Certainly, I think that will be alleviated with some breakthroughs in in workflow, which can't, which definitely could happen. Um, I mean, we were talking about workflow with Gmail, like not changing. Right, had some really great new features, but the essential workflow has remained unchanged. Yeah, 
since um i guess it, i i guess i guess what, what was it two to three no three to four was a, a pretty significant deal. upgrade yeah because they changed all the processing tools yeah <laughs> what what <laughs> hold on. A sack of sack of potatoes oh, again. hold on i'm oh. gonna <laughs> i'm gonna turn off my video and turn it back on let's see if this works Okay, video off. All right, video on. Ah? Uh, yeah, it's a little better. Try yours. All right. This is experiments in podcasting. Does it say that it's off? Uh, okay, yeah, it's off now. All right. Turning on. Here okay. we go. Okay. All right, waiting for it. It's coming in. And pile of potatoes. All, all you are, like, a, a JPEG block of <laughs> blocks. <sighs> anyway, yeah. so I feel like there was more I was going to talk about, but now I don't remember. Well, social media, we could go on forever, but we've been talking for about 40 minutes. And I it's think... probably as good a place as any. The bottom line is be as active as you can. Today is the day to post something. Indeed. Ooh, we should start a feed specifically for the podcast, maybe. Oh, that'd be cool. Mm. I could show we have a Facebook page, but I, I could kind of show forgot. them how you just look like just potatoes. See, and of course now you're fine. Dang it. Um. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, we should we should do that. We'll announce that yeah. if we do anything like that. We'll we'll guys, you let you faithful podcaster listeners yeah, now the remaining viewers few that have stuck with us through this time of trial and yes um delays um, yeah we we will definitely uh whatever if i say we're gonna do more then we won't if i don't say anything then we'll be good so yeah yeah so i'm excited we got a whole lineup of other things we're, we're trying to get some other photographers or, or you know uh, people involved on the podcast yeah like, should be uh, very actually, interested I've got a bride and groom of mine willing to to jump on and uh, discuss. I think that would be really great. So we got some stuff working in the pipeline here. I'm yeah, excited. here we've got we got some interesting ideas. So we will we'll you know just just tune in. Yeah, um, but you guys check out uh, Hinterland Print Co. Hinterland that, Print did get, Co. Did I get the website right? Gosh, where is it? It's so un Hinterland Print Co. Yep, that's it. Uh, dot com. Hinter. I wonder what Hinter. that means. It means... Is that like a location? Yeah, I think that's a, a name for Germanic lands. The Hinterland. I could be wrong. Oh. It sounds, sounds European. Right. I'm pretty sure that that is. I'm going to look it up right now. Hinterland meaning. And while you do that, I'm going to go make some more coffee. So thanks, guys. The often girls. uncharted areas beyond a coastal district or a river's banks. Oh, well, that's perfect because everything in their branding is like pacific northwest pacific Northwest. yeah or an, like. an area lying beyond what is visible or known amazing cool. so uh what do you got going on the rest of today sam uh not much we're still demoing and renovating our bathrooms so uh we are doing tile option choices today and other than that man i'm just editing got so many weddings to go through nice and uh wedding this weekend i'm excited uh, that's it that's it that's my life nice yeah i've got i've got another week er, i've got another weekend off before i have 
every weekend for the next eight, nine, ten, eleven weeks. I think <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm shooting a wedding every weekend. Good for uh, you. Which That's is nice. nice. Some of the, uh, although some of those are seconding with you, so we'll yeah. see yeah. how that goes. Uh, it's gonna be a good fall. Probably terrible. All right. Good luck out there. Um, shoot us uh, some some emails if you have a topic or anything you're interested in us discussing. Maybe we'll read it. Yep. Follow <laughs> Sam yeah. on Instagram. Uh, what are you? I am the Sam. I am the Sam. Yeah. And, and uh, you, Nathan, I can't keep track. You've been changing it so much. Oh, yeah. It's so hard to remember at Nathan Mitchell Photography. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, I'll talk to you later, Sam. Later.